I am Dr. Claire Steffen, and I would like to talk with you about meaning and purpose. I'm a licensed psychologist. I'm also a certified alcohol and drug counselor, life coach, wellness coach, and business coach, as well as a brain health coach. Today, we're going to explore the topic of meaning and purpose, which are related to one another. Meaning is the broader topic that's related to self-worth, value, and how we make decisions around those values. Purpose can be more specifically focused. So when we think about how do we define ourselves in our culture, westernized culture, we tend to put a lot of value on what we do for a living, and that defines us. You'll recognize that oftentimes you'll meet someone for the first time, and they may ask you, what do you do for a living? Or you might ask them, and then the conversation um, expands out from there, and we get a definition of who that person is based on how they spend their time. Um, You know, back in the early 80s when we were really expanding the information age, we had this kind of concept that it was going to bring us a lot more discretionary time, which didn't necessarily pan out to be true because although we have, you know, software to organize us and make things more accessible, it doesn't necessarily mean it's always more efficient, Uh, One example that comes to mind of this is that I've been a university professor for many years now, and I've noticed a decline in the skills of critical thinking and the ability in students to be able to research without just using a search engine. So they become very, um, in some ways, dependent on just putting keywords into the search engine and being satisfied with whatever was found rather than exploring and, like a detective, digging in and finding the connections between and what might be underlying to a specific concept, idea, or topic. The other thing I wanted to share is that sometimes we have this misconception that if we pursue happiness for the sake of being happier, that it's going to actually make us happier, which isn't true. Social scientists have found that if we put our focus on purpose and meaning, that we're more apt to find happiness because we have then defined ourselves through that exploration. So how do you find purpose and meaning in your life? That's been a question that psychologists have been exploring for decades, but even prior to that, philosophers for thousands of years have been looking at that exact question. And how do we define ourselves in the context of culture and within a social group? We do know that if you find a specific purpose, we know that finding purpose and meaning is directly related to your holistic health. In other words, you're going to feel better mentally and physically if you have a purpose or a reason for being in life, you know, oftentimes the existentialist uh, would pursue this kind of question and they would explore dichotomies like love and hate, life and death. And when people experience an existential crisis, They will feel the boundaries of those questions as to what is my reason for being. 
When people are depressed or anxious, they sometimes struggle with that very question as to why am I here? Finding your reason for being can sometimes come in the most unexpected ways. You know, you may participate in a school and help children learn how to read. Or you might become in some type of um, athletic activity and help children acquire a skill. Or it might be something on a broader scale that has to do with issues of social injustice. Um, So however you figure out, you know, what is important for you to pursue to bring purpose and meaning into your life, it's something that will drive you, but it could be that it changes in different um, stages of life. For example, for young children, you know, they're going to school and their purpose is in school to do well in school and make friends and develop social abilities. Um, and when we become adolescents, uh, you know, this is also some of the same um, part of what our goals are, life goals are. But, you know, we found that adolescents who are involved in understanding and reading poetry so that they get a grasp of of larger life meaning, seem to have more sense of purpose. Or adolescents who read the Bible have a stronger sense of purpose in life. So during those very important phases of life, we're trying to bring definition to ourselves and our own personal identity to figure out what makes us stand out from someone else. How are we different than another person? But also, how do we connect to them and how are we alike? Uh, Because it's very important to have that type of social support, especially when we're young and are involved with activities that bring us together on a daily basis, not always by choice. As we go into our career paths or we go to college, you know, we become more specifically focused on what it is that we want to do with our lives. But sometimes we lose uh, track of what is the, you know, larger sense of who we are as a person and not just what we do. So there's a difference between what we do and just simply being and finding that we have worth as a human being just for simply who we are, whether we're doing a specific activity or not. I've talked in the past about the importance of life balance and the ability to be able to set healthy limits and boundaries and not just give so much to other people as a way to define our purpose in life or as a way to define ourselves. I'm certainly not saying that we should be selfish and not give to others uh, without necessarily keeping a tally score. That, that's not healthy to do, so I'm not suggesting that by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying it's important for us to be able to track whether or not we're giving so much that we're leaving very little energy for ourselves to develop and explore so that we can redefine our purpose as life changes. The one thing we can bank on is that life is always going to bring us changes. And we need to be able to not only be resilient so that we can make it through those changes and sometimes losses and sadly, in some cases, traumatic losses, but that we can also sustain them in a way that allows us to maintain our health and well-being. Sometimes we can read a book and relate to a character in a book or watch a movie 
and lose ourselves in that character and have somewhat of a fantasy escape thinking, I wish I were like that person, or I admire the strength of that character, and I wish I had those qualities and traits. Uh, And, you know, sometimes for younger people, we found that in adolescence, again, being able to relate to a character in a book that they're reading is part of that kind of trait development that really helps them find purpose and define themselves in life. Books and films can inspire us to find our way to deciding what our own purpose and meaning is or redefining it. Sometimes we get a little lost along the way and we need that type of inspiration. And you might also find that, you know, as you go through life, the people that you connected to are perhaps no longer available to you or you've gone through changes so you're no longer on the same life path. So the support that you once had that was part of your own self-definition has changed. And now you might feel a little afloat and trying to figure out, well, who am I now? Because I don't have history with the people that are connecting with me today. So they don't really know who I was in the past. Engaging in acts of altruism and uh, things that provide improved empathy to our community and to the world at large can help us um, redefine our sense of purpose. Um, We know that, you know, there are uh, many people in the world who do need support. And again, as long as you keep it in check that there is a reason to have life balance, um, it's really a wonderful pursuit to give to your community in some ways. People do it financially. Other people may do it through volunteer work and giving their time to people in need. Um, And just so that, you know, this isn't the only way you define yourself. It's just one piece of the puzzle of who you are as a human being. Perhaps you've had the misfortune of some kind of an event in your life Uh, a death of a loved one, or some type of tragedy or trauma. And you can become very uh, lost in that experience. And then it becomes a definition of who you are, so that sometimes we relate to ourselves as a diagnosis rather than who we are as a total human being. But finding a way to work through that by helping others can be a way to you know, balance the scales out Um, and experiencing, you know, this through other human beings um, as long as you have enough support to be able to take care of yourself to do that can be a way to define our purpose and meaning. So giving others support to find their strength to work through issues of loss. Um, And again, this is an act of altruism. And we know that engaging in altruistic acts can bring about a stronger sense of purpose and meaning. Another concept that's connected to purpose and meaning is uh, gratitude. You know, and sometimes people will keep a gratitude journal or they'll track daily things that they're grateful for. And, you know, we've found through studies that this will help improve brain health and total well-being. And that over a period of six months, if you focused on what you're grateful for every single day, even if you just did it for a few minutes and you write that down within a period of no less than six months, uh, you will find decreased symptoms of depression and anxiety. So ask yourself, what is my contribution to the world? 
It may be that you've brought children into the world and your focus is helping them become, you know, healthy human beings and helping them find their purpose and their way through the world, and that gives you meaning. Or it may be that you've, for example, become a scientist and you're contributing to research and solving problems of our culture in some way, whether it's medical or uh, mental health issues or maybe other forms of science. Throughout my career, I've been fascinated with not only how we develop critical thinking skills, but how creative skills can support creative thinking. When you talk with enough creative people, you'll find that they describe their experience as being in the zone or if sometimes as if they've received a gift and they don't exactly know how they uh, received this image or this sound that created a song. Um, but it came to them as if through someone else, through some other being, as it was channeled through them. So engaging in creative acts, you know, being artistic in some ways, can be another way to define purpose and meaning. And you'll also find that there's a lot of music or films or art um, that will express issues of social uh, needs and injustice through the arts. And this can bring purpose and meaning. Connecting to people who have a shared vision, in other words, creating your own community that is a purposeful and meaningful community can be another way uh, to come to that within yourself. Each of us have our own story to tell and our own journey. And sometimes sharing your story with others can be a way to connect to your own purpose and meaning. Purpose can be thought of as your reason for getting up in the morning. What motivates you to get up and do what you do each day? And uh, meaning, as I said, has a broader sense of the definition of what is our life all about? Why are we here? Meaning can be considered as the intention or the reason for being or doing, and uh, purpose can be the roadmap that gets us there. At a rather early age, we're taught the importance of defining our goals in life. And again, a cautionary note there that, yes, we need to have clearly defined objectives to meet those goals, but we don't want to become so focused on meeting goals in life that we forget to simply enjoy life and uh, focus on other aspects that are not just about the target that we're trying to hit or the career that we're trying to develop. We want to be clearly focused on life balance, and that is what will bring us more meaning in life. Purpose can be about the core goals or the aim that you have for a specific targeted activity um, or you know, life goal. And uh, meaningfulness is really much, as I said before, a broader sense, life's inherent value or worth, and how you define yourself through that lens. So you may read a lot of different things, and these words are used interchangeably, purpose and meaning. Um, and you might wonder, you know, how, how are they different? Um, because they tend to be a little bit blurred in regards to these definitions. I hope my discussion today helps you have a little clearer picture 
And I'm sure as you read, you'll find still uh, people who disagree with my definitions and my explanation of the difference between purpose and meaning. Um, I have just found that this is perhaps a, a easier way to look at it and keep those two concepts a little clearer in your mind. As we journey through life, we learn a lot of different things, some we don't place much value on, and perhaps it's time to reassess that. There may be things that you learned even through very difficult times in your life where you felt out of control or a loss that may have taught you skills and brought you to places that bring deeper understanding. And those things perhaps could be shared with others and give them an easier path to find their way through it. Those altruistic acts can help us define ourselves in a more meaningful way. You could also begin to explore the meaning of self in the broader sense of the word, you know, so that we have a universal definition of being, or you can look at it internally to decide what is my own definition of self and what do I bring to the table? What do I have to offer? How do I contribute to this world in a meaningful way? At an early age, I was influenced by the works of Viktor Frankl. It was a high school assignment to read the book Man's Search for Meaning, and I was struck by his own experience. He was a psychiatrist, and unfortunately, he was brought into the concentration camps as were his wife and his mother and father, all of whom he lost during that time. And, you know, when people were in the concentration camps, they were referred to as inmates. Uh, so I'll use that term here in, in that way. But what he talked about was his study of human behavior, and it's part of that existential psychology movement in understanding those parameters of life and death issues, love and hate, the things that drive us emotionally as human beings. And what he found is that the one thing they could not take away from the individuals who were encamped is that no matter how they stripped them of their identity, they couldn't take away the individual's ability to choose. For example, if they simply had a crust of bread they could decide whether or not they wanted to share that with another inmate. And that very act would maintain dignity and would allow them to be uh, human in some ways, despite the attempts to dehumanize them. So again, you see an act of altruism, and the concept of choice is very important here because choice can define us and how we choose to live our lives and how we give purpose and meaning to that life. So you could put up a challenge for yourself to figure out what is your purpose and meaning in life and throw in some of these concepts that I've shared with you today around altruism and maybe find something that you are awestruck with and see how that changes your perception around your own purpose and meaning um, and gauge in acts of empathy and give to others. You may be surprised at how this changes your own personal definition of your life purpose and meaning. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Heal Your Brain Toolbox. I'm Dr. Claire Steffen, and I look forward to speaking with you again and having you return. Thank you.